What is crack a lackin' everybody? How you guys doing? Boy, oh boy. Next week is MTE. How we feeling out there, man? Are you guys going? Most of you going. If you're not going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have not been able to make it. And uh, we'll hopefully we'll see you in the next one, maybe Vegas. So let's talk about MTE. Let's talk about some of the tools. Let's talk about some of the events that are going on over there. Let's talk about some dents. How's that? I think everything's going to be awesome. So I just freaking can't wait, man. Um, it's all about camaraderie, new tools. Uh, I'm just getting kind of chills up my up my spine, man, because I, I love hanging out with people, man. It's just I just can't wait to just hang out, man. I just I just want to talk dense and talk about people and and smile and have a good time. I ain't into all that drama, man, and uh, I don't even mean to bring it up, dude. I'm just saying, don't come out there if you're coming in a bad mood, man. Don't bring any of that negativity over there, please, because we we all just want to just have a good time. That's that's the name of the game, man. Leave with an experience, and that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Whoa. What the hell was that? I actually hit a button there. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right, so um, I'm actually to call Don Cavanaugh too. Matter of fact, before we get into all that, I want to make an announcement that John and I have been uh, working um, on a new site. And uh, I think you might, may have heard me mention it. You've probably seen me make a couple posts here and there on uh, Dent Trainer. Matter of fact, I did make a post the other day on Dent Trainer. Um, with uh, the new site and I've been working really really hard on the back end of the site this site is is going to be streamlined bitching and professional the way it should have been unfortunately at the time when Dent Trainer was created there was nothing else uh, available now we're in 2020 when we created this almost six years ago, actually, yeah, six years ago, 2014. And and uh, now we are in the infancy of just creating it at the site. We should have it late, mid-spring. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be badass. Matter of fact, let's just call somebody who's actually testing the site for me right now. His name is Chris. I don't even know if he's going to. If he knows that I'm going to give him a call. So let's see if I can get him on. This guy's name is Chris Dale. He's a freaking funny, funny dude from Long Island. I trained him a while ago, and he's been a very good help on giving me feedback. He's not telling me what I want to hear. He's telling me some straight good feedback on it. So let's see what he's got to say. See, he doesn't even know I'm calling him. You've reached rapid paintless dent removal. Leave a message or text pictures to this number for a quote. Thank you. At the tone. All right. He's not here. I'm going to tell him the tech call me. Just call me, please. Let's see if he calls me. 
I'm also going to bring on Don Cavanaugh. Don Cavanaugh is uh, having a seminar with uh, David Stream called Make It Rain. Listen, I, I, I told him, I asked him, I said, hey, listen, I, I want to just know what the hell the seminar is about. And um, I, I already know, guys, but I'm sure you guys want to know. And so we're going get, to get the answer from Don Cavanaugh. His event is on Wednesday next week. And it's from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. with along with again David Strain. I will be there in support just to see how it's going and and um, yeah, just make sure if they need help or anything. I'm not speaking. I'm not there to speak. Uh, I'm taking that time off stuff, dude. I, I'm I'm trying not to speak as much. However, however, I am speaking. Uh, Lin with Lin Lin Tang about uh, using your iPhone or your phone. Uh, as a big part of your company so yeah check that out dude that's going to be on thursday around two o'clock um so let me just double check that on the calendar i was going to try to double my phone right when i my phone the face id doesn't work you know what i mean it is yeah 1 p.m says 1 p.m so actually chris just texted me he's going to call me back so why why he's calling me back i want to kind of give you guys some insights about this site. So let's be honest with you. Dent Trainer has given a lot of people a lot of good, positive experience on becoming better, actually creating PDR techs from scratch. Veteran techs who who didn't know what this type of tool was, how it was used and what the capabilities were. I mean, a lot of, no matter what type of tech you were, or, or even if you're a beginner and didn't know anything about PDR, it has helped you along the way. Well, now we bring it to 2020 and it's all about the experience, about the testing, about the discussion forms, about tool discounts, uh, the value, the feedback, um, just a whole all-around experience. I really, really, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This is something I haven't been excited since I originally launched Dent Trainer back in 2014. And um, I, I, I guess I can't really say too much more without giving the whole thing away, right? But please stay with Dent Trainer. Check it out because you guys who are already members, you'll be grandfathered into the cost of, of the, of the course. So it's not going to change on you ever. As long as you stay a member for the people who've never been on or they stopped their membership and they want to get back on, they want to check it out. Unfortunately, the price is going to be raised. It just has to, I have to, we have to raise it because there's so much more work. There's so many more videos. There's more social media. Let's just put it this way. The categories are going to be awesome. You want to learn body lines, you hit body lines, and they'll be populate all the videos with, with body lines. You want to learn fog, all the videos with fog. You want to learn lines, all the videos with lines. It is going to be that, that uh, organized as far as finding what you need to find. All right? I don't, still don't encourage you to be jumping around. We will have videos that a lot of people, the biggest request that we get to as well is, what tool should I buy? What tool should I get first? You know, what kind of tool package should I get? Well, right off the bat, personally, if you're a new tech, don't go buy a giant tool package because you won't know what how to use those tools. Let's get Chris on right here. 
Hello, Chris? Yo, what's up, man? Hey, dude, how you doing, man? All right, sorry, it took me a little while to wrap up some shit. No problem, man. No problem, dude. Hey, uh, you're on my podcast right now, dude. Oh, no fucking way. <laughs> are you serious? Well, minus the cursing, yeah. Yeah, you are, yeah. <laughs> Well, there'll be a lot of beefs because I can't. No, I'm not beeping out anything, man. Like, you're, you're a real tech. You're a real person. You're from New York. You're excused, dude. You're from oh, Long man. Island, shall I say? You're excused. That's not. They don't call yeah. that New York. That's Long Island, dude. So. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. No, you're on, dude. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I brought you on. The reason why I I called you is because I'm letting the cat out of the bag. I told everybody we're we created Dent Trainer. We're creating a new site. And you're one of the testers. And how do you like it so far compared to the new Dent Trainer? Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. A little more uh, interactive. Or a lot more, I should say. Yeah, I would say it's a lot more. What do you think? Uh, yeah. yeah, it just looks more modern, more, uh, you know, up to date. That's good. Is it? Yeah. It's, it, it, there's not too, it's, isn't it kind of easier? Like, it's not, I yeah. don't know how to easier say Easier to navigate. Yeah. Yep. I'm not, uh, like before, I'd have to search around looking for uh, the discount page or whatever, or whatever. Now it's just everything's right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted to touch base with you too. So you are you're going to the Standliner event too, aren't you? Yes, I am. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what's your expectations of going there? What are you planning to learn? Oh, man, I need to. I have a couple Standliner tools, and I need to learn how to use them. Pretty much. Number two is uh, I'm hoping to increase, uh, get my game better at doing creases. I'm just horrible at them, you know. Yeah. I struggle. Yeah. I struggle with every aspect of it, but you know. Well, dude, I saw you do uh, the yeah. a nice dent on the common Jeep where the cowl uh, that dent that man. Was so much harder than I thought it would be. Way harder, isn't it? How is your oh, leverage? Are you slipping at all, or what? What leverage? I didn't realize. <laughs> I thought it was all open. Uh -huh. I didn't realize it gets pinched in the back. There's a brace there. Uh -huh. I did You know, I really and uh, it was freezing. It froze my ass off. Used a lot of heat, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah. That that I had that uh, propane heat gun. Yeah. That thing was on the whole time. And what year did you uh -huh. did you train with me? Uh, all star class of six nineteen. <laughs> six months ago. I yeah, guess, yeah, it? right. a yeah. More. yeah, that's right. How was the training? How did you like it? it not, not, not that, not, that you're going to say. I mean, I'm everybody probably like, well, would why would he say it's going to be it sucked or something? I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it, no, it was fun, but man, was it stressful. <clears throat> and I remember you know, it was me and Mickey, who's you know, I'm a mechanic by trade, <clears throat> and uh, we both thought we were going to walk in there and skate through it, you know. Yeah. And the, the analogy I made is when you watch you or any the dent guys do a dent, they make it look easy. Just like, you know, someone who's playing a guitar solo, masters and blazes right through it, they make it look easy. And that's what all you guys do on YouTube and Facebook. And then when I get in there, you know, it's like a stone hands on the guitar, you know? Well, you know what amazes me, though, Chris, is that you're a full time, still full time mechanic right yeah yeah and then you yeah. still and then you do pdr when do you find time to do pdr i mean like I, i'll be honest with you one of the few that are able to do that to pull that off because i advise people yeah. don't you you have to be all in 
You know what I mean? But yeah. you, you somehow are still keeping your job and still doing dance and doing a very good job. So tell me, uh, how are you doing that? It's a struggle. Uh, I'm not busy at all now. Uh, ever since Christmas, that was it. Like, really, really. I didn't think it would die out this bad. Uh, but uh, the problem, one of the biggest problems is I come home from work and it starts getting dark at 4.30. I walk in the door about uh, 3.30. I'm up at 3.50 a.m. Do my day job in the city. And, and uh, you know, I work for New York City Transit. I'm a bus mechanic. And then I travel into Brooklyn, jump on the train, come home. Got the train about 3.15, walk in the door at 3.30. And then if I get a job, I jump in my truck and go. One of the biggest problems is it's, you know, even though it's 30 or 40 degrees, it's not too bad. But once that sun goes down, my hands are just, you know, are done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't I couldn't do it, man. I just this well, California boy couldn't make it, man. I'd be like, yeah, well, I'm taking appointments in uh, June. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd probably melt in June, too. So. I, I just yeah. want to say thank you. I mean, good job, man. Like, really, I, <laughs> I, I commend you on, like. You know, Thank being you. able to like do I'm, your job and then go out and start and, and doing PDR. And you're, and you're getting better at it, Chris. You're getting really good I'm at getting it. Better. I feel like I'm managing a failing business or struggling business. But I, I got to say I'm I'm addicted to it, you know. I, you know, that's all I'm thinking about, you know. Just now when you, you, you called before, uh, I'm in my garage. I, I sold my Corvette. I had a 72 Corvette. I've been restoring. Restoring forever. So I sold that a couple of weeks ago. I sold the Camaro. I sold all my parts, sold everything, sold a whole bunch of tools. And I'm making room in there to work because I can't work outside, you know. It's, yeah. I'm struggling. Yeah. So I just fuck it. I'd rather get rid of all that stuff and, you know, concentrate on this, you know. Yeah. And, you know? and so you – and then you, you – how committed you are. You're going to go to MTE. Did you – you went to Vegas, did you not or not? No, no, I couldn't make that one because this was close enough, Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't make Vegas. Are you excited? Is it you've been to you've been to oh, MT yeah, already yeah. though, right? Yes, that's when I I wanted to go down there last year and meet everyone and see what it was about. I you know I only pushed a couple of dents, had a little starter set from a one. I only pushed a couple of dents on my wife's car, or my friends, friends' cars, or whatever. And it didn't seem that hard. I I didn't know though, like uh, my wife's car is an Accord, and that that I don't know, just I guess the Honda Metal is just so much easier. So I kind of got thrown for a loop because that was easy. And then, uh, yeah, listen, let me go down to Florida and see what this is about. I bought a, well, 800 bucks for me to buy tools and meet everyone. And right away, I met John Vidin day one. And at the time, it was funny. It was the only real tool I had. I bought his Reaper on a Black Friday sale. And I met him and just started, you know, talking to everyone, meeting everyone. You were running around. Cause I really wanted to go down there and talk to you and talk about training because I wasn't really sure. That's right. That's right. I, now yeah. I remember that. Okay. I ran to you at the Drunk Den Olympics, and then I started talking to you, and then the the cops showed up, and I was I think I was walking to Casey Beer. I'm like, oh, I'm not too familiar with the <laughs> Florida laws. We'll yeah. talk about it tomorrow, and then whatever. Then I emailed you, and I got back. Yeah. That's really was my goal to go down there. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it, know anybody. Then you and I talked like in the middle of somewhere at MTE too, as well. It was like it was like it was kind of. It's hard to talk to people, unfortunately. Yeah, when, exactly. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, it was so much fun. Yeah. And the reason why I'm mixing you up now is because I thought you went to Texas, uh, Las Vegas. Cause you went to Mega Media Event. That's what it is. Yes, so, that I went to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, Chris, I mean, I just wanted to kind of just pick your brain and see how you're doing. And and so you're, you're staying up, man. You're looking forward to MTE. What, here, I have – later on, after I let you go, I've got a bunch of tool lists. But what's your what, – what tools are, are on your wish list when you're going over to MTE? Oh, oh, I got a list right here. I got a 
pretty much uh, the chameleon rods. That's on my list. I got uh-huh. a list somewhere. Chameleon, the balloon tips. Uh, let's see if I can find my list. Yeah. Uh, new carbon tech hammer that I've been looking at. I, I don't. I can't blend yet. I had no clue what I'm doing. Uh, but I'm gonna look at that new hammer. Uh, it's got the smaller tips, doesn't it? I think. Yeah, I think you had it on your list. One of the things to look at. Are you talking the new car? Yeah, the new carbon tech uh, blending hammer. Yeah, I don't remember who's who's. It's Todd's. It yeah, it's Todd. Todd's. All right, I'm gonna look yeah. into that. Like, uh, You're gonna like that. Got me under pressure here. I can't find my list. What else is on my list? Oh, I need to get a better light. I have a version two, a limited dent. I'll probably uh, get the version three. I got a couple grand. Oh, and then the stand liner, but I'm not buying any more stand liner until I know how to use them. I got a couple. I have no clue what I'm doing with them. So yeah, stand liner tools. Yeah, I think uh, everybody else? needs a course on that for sure. Yeah, I got them, and they just—they're beautiful looking, and they sit in my drawer. And I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> what else? Uh, I can't think of what else. No big deal. Uh, no pressure. I, no pressure. I'm just so I'm just trying <laughs> to get you get an idea on, on that. So, um, if you guys ever get a chance, run into <clears throat> excuse me, run into Chris, Chris Dale. He's funny as heck, man. I know I got you on the spot, so you don't <laughs> your your jokes aren't cracking right now, dude. So. But they never you, you're quick. You're quick, though, usually. So quick. Yeah. You're quick. You're quick. So, but anyways, I just wanted to. I wanted to call you and just kind of put you on the spot, anyways, and um, and I appreciate you testing out Dent Trainer, even though it's not even close oh, to no done. That's why I thought you were, you were calling me. I ran over and fired up my my. Well, would, uh, but speaking since I have you on the phone, the the last link I sent you. What did you think of that? Did you check it out or not? You didn't have a chance. Uh, today, no, no. I was doing that now. That's why I thought you were calling. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't even you know, know what hit it me is. up. Hit me up on that one because that's that's how it's supposed to look, how I want it to look for right. most of the pages. So, you know, give me some feedback later on. But other than that, Uh-oh. it's been pretty good so far then, right? <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe you called me from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do, man. I like to call people yeah. spontaneously, man. So, Oh, I'm going to have to skip this one now. Well, Chris, Chris <laughs> FYI, everybody, Chris Chris messaged me, gives me a reminder every two weeks. Says, "You know what? You better be b- busting out a podcast. I'm looking forward That's to it." Right. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. he, he looks forward to the podcast, and I appreciate your support, Chris. And thanks for edging me on and all that good yeah. stuff. So you know, well, it's my favorite podcast. Okay, man. Well, I'm gonna let you go. I, coming. Thank right. you. Thank you. I'll let you go, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll see you next week, bro. Okay. Ah, oh, you got it, man. I can't wait. Okay, Chris. Take care, bro. Take care. Have right. a good one. You too. All right, Chris Dale uh, from Rapid PDR Repair over in Long Island. Uh, super nice guy. Funny, funny, funny. And I know he's a little, he sound a little nervous because he was on the podcast, but uh, hey, it is what it is. So uh, what we're going to keep, keep with me because we're going to talk about the tools that I recommend that you need to go and check out and get at the MTE booth, uh, at, the MTE, at the MT booths. So um, we'll get to that. We're going to call Don a little bit too as well and find out what the hell is going on at Make It Rain seminar. What what the heck is he teaching along with Dave Strain? Because I'm curious and I want to know what's going on. I haven't even had him on this podcast and I should have had him on earlier, but um, unfortunately I only have my podcast every two weeks. So um, before we get into that, TDN Adventure, TDN Ad Adventure on Wednesday is having a tailgate party. So it's from 5 to 8 p.m., basically the same day and the same venue as Make It Rain from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. on Wednesday. 
So make sure you check out that. Also, I'm going to mention it again probably a couple more times. PDR Tool Time is having their PDR Tool Ground Playground. PDR Tool Playground. There you go. So that's where, what that is, is that that'll be an area where if you're interested in a tool, you can go over and try it there. You can put it on real world situations, push out dents, test the tool, try before you buy. Highly recommend you doing that. Man, why would you buy a tool if you're not sure if it's going to work for you? Go over there and get it tested out. There'll probably be a lot of the main tools that I'm going to be talking and mentioning later on in this podcast are going to be there. There'll also be people doing demos, demonstrations, um, seminars, uh, talks. I know Paul Corden is doing, talking about pricing big dents. So I'm going to be at that one for sure. I want to know more about that one. I'll be doing a crease repair on using the door lords and other tools and my techniques on how I keep my creases uh, clean along with my students, how I teach them. So if you're interested in that, check that out. Um, so there'll be an agenda and go check that out to find out what you'd like to see, visit and try. So remember PDR tool playground, that's going to be at throughout the event over there at the hall. All right. Uh, let me make sure I'm not forgetting anything else here. Um, PDR tool time, pints and polish, MTRX community mixer Friday, it's five to six 30 free beer and appetizer. So basically that, that Wednesday, is going to have a lot of, you know, some snacks and stuff like that. And then, uh, see Friday from five to six 30 free beer and appetizers, uh, at the MTRX community mixer Friday. So they're having MTRX is having some kind of a little event on Friday from five to six 30, uh, PM. So, Oh, and plus you're having free beer and appetizers. So, okay. So we'll get it again. We'll get into the list. We'll get into the tools, and we'll talk about a little about dent techniques, too, as well. Okay? First, let me see if I can call Don and see what's, see what's cracking with him. Hey, brother. What's cracking lagging, dude? Not too much, buddy. Not too much. I, I knew you were two hours behind me, so I thought I'd hear from you in a little while, but I am ready when you are, my brother. We're already on, dude. We're ready. Oh, oh okay. Sweet. So I'm sitting at my sitting at my computer and everything. Good, so. good. So uh, we're gonna put you right on, man. So okay, listen. So man. do you do Zoom or do you want to send me something or how do we want to do it? We're or on right now. On the, oh, we are. Oh, yeah. we can just do it on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. I don't. I don't do that video crap anymore, dude. So don't you? Know. Ya, just smoother. Sway smoother, and you sound perfectly here, good as well. Anyways, you know, Mike Toledo. Nice. Like, I just want to get my podcast done and over with. Let the listeners hear, hear the hear the stuff. It's the raw stuff here, man. So yeah, yeah, no, that's that's freaking awesome, buddy. It sounds great, Don. Before we get into your event, man, um, can we talk about some techniques here? Yeah, sure. All right. So we've got a um, got a couple new hammers out. Did you did you see those? Did you see Todd's new one? Todd's new hammers. Yes, I did. I told him to save me one. That looked pretty awesome. I like that it's a little bit heavier. I know you like that one. It seems to be his other one, I should say, and it seems just a tad light. So I, I like oh. the idea of the smaller shaft are just a little bit heavier. I, I think really you're going to like it because it does basically remind me of the same weight as yours. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I know you love that little 
triangle dome one, kind of like that fast PDR one that they have too as well. Yeah, um, yeah, you bet. The, and how many grams is yours? My gra- mine is 200, 200, 200 gram. grams. Yeah. Yeah. And I do shave a little bit off because I buy them in bulk and they're squared off and I round them off. So I bet they're still a buck 85, you know, buck 90, something like that. So what are you, what are you looking for when you are, let's say you're shopping for a new blending hammer or you're, you're interested. What, what makes it like, Hey, I would use this blending hammer. What, what's the qualifications for that? It's really got to feel good in my hand. I, I, I hate a really light shaft with a heavy head. Mm-hmm. When I think about blending, I, I want something a little bit more um, evenly weighted where I don't feel like, you know, I always put my, my forefinger, my pointer finger down the shaft of my uh, blending hammer. And I, and I add a little bit of pressure with my, my finger more than I realize that I do. I'm kind of pulling it apart now that I'm training guys and trying to tame them. Uh, not that I've not always trained guys, but thinking about blending and talking to guys about blending and talking about it. I'm like, God, I really start paying attention to what you do. You know, you and I have been doing it for so long. We just go through the punches and the, and the dents done. So kind of getting an idea. So what happens to me, if it's a really bit of a, of a heavy blending hammer, I end up getting my wrist and my my hand gets a little bit fatigued yeah. because I'm 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 lifting up more and I'm not pushing down with my finger if that makes sense because I'm it's got enough weight on its own. So wait, wait, if wait, it's okay, more, I'm confused. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Okay, so are you, you saying the the heavier the less fatigue you get or the more heavy? So I'm saying if it's not a balanced hammer, let's oh, see if it's if it's okay. really heavy in the head. I feel like I'm doing most of my stuff in the lifting up portion and I don't have to add a lot of weight with my forefinger like to bring it down to make them the smash uh-huh. for the simple reason that you know the the weight so my wrist is getting uh more fatigued on a big big dent per se you know where i'm pounding buckles type of a thing um and then with a weight more weighted hammer and it's kind of hard to explain i hope you're I want making sense, but with a more evenly weighted hammer across, I feel like bringing it up and bringing it down is kind of the same, the same feeling. It's like up and down, up and down, more like a, see- a seesaw or a teeter totter. That's really well balanced. Yeah. So I like a well balanced hammer instead of a really light shaft with a heavier head. I got it. I got it. Makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, we're speaking with Don Cavanaugh from Dentcraft PDR in Minnesota. So Don also, here, here's another thing. Cause I was talking to Todd the other day and Todd calls me and says, Hey Mike, so I, I sent you the hammer. what did you think? And I said, Todd, I really, really like it, man. I, I go one, I like it because I'm not married to one end or the other. I don't, I'm not, you know, committed to having just that tip or forced to use that tip. Um, because sure. you can switch the tips. I know yours is you, you, yours is you don't have any screw on tips on either end but i no, and I, right. and I get that um yeah. but what i think him and i talked about you might agree with this too is that when you have a little bit of a heaviness to the hammer not too much but enough like you're mentioning yeah. you find it like you're way more accurate because you're not lifting up as high you're let because the weight of the hammer is actually absolutely. doing the work is that correct absolutely absolutely Totally, totally agree. And the less less wrist action you have to have, the better off you're you're going to be staying in it longer and not walking away and shaking your hand out, and, you know, getting hammer hand, which I like to call it, you know. Yeah. So, 
And and besides Todd's, was there any other hammer out there that you were eyeballing or you could you you liked out there that you haven't tried yet or you're thinking about you, or what? You know what's funny? I was talking to uh, and I can't wait to report on it, but um, uh, Chad today. I was talking to Chad from Endeavor today, and he's making a, a special hammer for me. And uh, and we decided. He goes, what 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 size do you want? You know, and and this and that. And I was like, you know, I'd really like to try. Um, he's got a newer one that has the screw on tips, right? So you can actually, he's got the jewel tips now, which is, you know, the crown jewel that I already have, which yes. I do like that hammer a lot. Um, but this one will be good for solid tips and the crown jewel tips because he made it in the other thread. Because if you ever take your crown jewel apart, you'll see that it's a very thin uh, thread versus it's not that universal thread that we all use for all our interchangeable tips. So he's done that. And I said, you know what, let's go 22 inches. I want to try something a little bit longer than I'm, because I've got a Boss 16 um, inch that I absolutely love. And I love the Carbon Tex. Uh, the 144 from Daniel Graham is a go-to for me. And so is the um, the other one. And the, the Grom handle, with taking off the larger headed on it, uh, unless I'm doing something really um, a big buckle uh, per se and, and moving a lot of metal, I'll actually take that off and I'll put a couple of the other heads on there. So that's a really nice weighted handle too with this foam and the ball on the bottom. That just feels really good to me yeah you know? so i like that one too now let, let's talk about the technique here so even now we talk about blending hammers so you've got a, i've seen you do some amazing work don and, and everybody knows that we're really good friends and i'm not going to bull crap our audience okay i'm never going to do that i've seen you do some work on video and i've seen you do it in person and the way you blend is just it's, it's very nice don you, you have a really good technique thank you man thank so you. i want you to explain and visually, like, what are you doing when you're tapping down a crown, especially a body line, like a nasty BMW hit right there? What What are you doing to not make marks? I mean, how are you not whacking it too hard? What are you looking for? How are you holding that hammer? How are you controlling it? Well, you know, I just, I just, um, God, that's such a, a technical, that's a really I tough know, question. But I, but I got to say, uh, it's a great question. And I, for me, I just, you know, obviously we all know when we're going after a crown, when you're hitting on the top of a crown and there's a really good pinch in there, that you are going to leave a mark. And I don't want to do that. So what I'll end up doing is I'll pound to the point where I see that I make a little bit of a mark. I back off from there and then I move to the inside or the outside of that crown. I don't want to be pounding on top of the crown per se. If it's kind of a uh -huh. V deep dent, uh -huh. I kind of want to get down from the top of the crown. I kind of want to get down there about a quarter inch to an eighth inch maybe and 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 start pushing that metal away to try to open up that dent to try to make it softer i'm making it bigger i'm committed to make that dent bigger i don't care that i'm making it bigger and the the young me would try to bring the center of that up you know i've had it 30 years and and uh, i think i used to to tell you that I, you know, a dime-sized dent, 
because I never saw a knockdown for 10 years and I was always a hammer guy and I will be forever, um, is that I would make a dime-sized dent look like a watermelon by the end of the day for a couple years in a row. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't fix a dent to save my ass. And, and, and now I can hit the tip of a pen, of course, you know, so, so it's changed. But I, I, I've committed to, um, back to the question, is really opening up those dents and really go ahead and commit to making it a two, if it's a three-inch dent through a body line, let's make it a five-inch dent. Let's really, really get behind it. Let's kind of try to and ride that buckle uh, as a wave. Let's push that, like pretend like you're pushing your hand away from it and pushing and flattening that whole ridge out and pushing that out to the point when you where... Say, sorry, when you say push, you're talking about actually tapping like towards... I'm actually, yeah, yeah, it's like away from... So so, so when in my mind as I'm talking to you, the, the buckle, I'm working on the front part of the buckle on a dent and uh, great question. I'm, I'm My mind is just already into this dent. So pushing forward like towards the uh, this nasty one that I did um, just the other day, I was pushing towards the front of the vehicle um, on a body line and really pushing that out to the point where it was really smooth and there was no ripple in the front, still a massive dent. And then I turned my whole body around and then I did the same thing and rolled that wave yeah. the other way. Got it. Got it. You know? Yeah. So, so, you, so that makes sense. yeah, yeah. You're so you're you're basically controlling the metal flow of how it's working by tapping. Right. But not tapping on the crown directly, but tapping no, no, either no. in front behind of it or behind it, it. and yeah. from either Maybe side. Maybe even an inch down, but an eighth to a you know a quarter. It's almost like reverse top. pushing, like what you're doing. Dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then it just makes that center come up so smoothly, you know, because we just hate getting those little tiny micro highs in there as we're as we're you know we don't want to chew it up too much. We know we can get away with a real deep body line dent with a with a couple pieces of paper, but I, you know, I'm always using the three, 3000 black is my favorite by far. Uh, I don't use like using anything more than that. Cause I don't think you need to, I think it knocks way too much um, orange, orange peel, peel away. Yeah. And then it doesn't look natural and it draws your eye to that. Of course, if you've got any shiny spots. So I just really concentrate and then if I'll, I'll go right back to a nice sharp tool, like maybe the dent reaper or something and I'll get on there and start really bringing that up. Cause the sharpest dent for me will move a lot of metal if you're hitting in the right spot but if you're actually starting to to pocket up and make some really sharp outies it's time to get off of it again and reopen it maybe now instead of working on the top of that crown get down in there right at the base of that dip as part of that dent and blend that back out and if you blend that back out and you still got a ridge in the top that you were gone before just keep blending it out and come back to it as soon as when i can release that pressure from that dent that that middle will start coming up very yeah. very cleanly and it won't make those marks interesting you know? interesting now when you're hitting too when you are striking the panel how are you striking it? Are you letting it vibrate? Are you like pulling back on it? Or what, how is your technique when you're making contact with that panel? So for me, I'm, I'm not the guy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that guy I'm trying to, I try to pick it up. And sometimes I'll do that. If I'm on a rail, I'll let it dance a little bit. But for me, the shock value has gone. If I let it vibrate on the panel. And like when I strike it, I can tell that if I don't pick it up right away, I've, I've pretty much almost put a muffler on what I was trying to accomplish there. And I can see it, you know, after 30 years of doing, it, I can see it like stopping. 
you know, where you bring it up and you and you hit it. And I'm always watching that. If it's not moving, I'm not hitting it hard enough, right? You know, it's not it's not guesswork. Like I think you're saying, oh, you're just doing that because you're, you know, you, you know that's what you got to do. It's like, no, I I'm I'm seeing it move. You know, that's that's the whole point of it. You know, and if I don't, then I'd be hitting too hard and making a mark and making more work for myself. And if I'm hitting it too light, that'd be there all day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so it's just moving metal. Well, I think a lot of people have like they 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 want to they want to use a blending hammer, of course, including myself. I I find myself getting better and better at it. And I'm first. I'm gonna admit that I I wasn't good at it, you know. And uh, I still don't think I'm 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 as good as you, or I'm not close to Todd or any other you know that guys has been picking up the blending hammer for years, but. I can tell you one thing. I enjoy it, and I'm getting better at it. And just hearing okay. what you're saying and getting some bit tips from you and other people, it helps, Don. You know what I mean? It really Great. helps. Awesome. And awesome. One, other, one other question for the listeners and for myself. When you're making striking that, that with that blending hammer, are you is your is your palm on the handle is are, on, on the panel? Or is your elbow making contact? How are you keeping the, the hammer stable? So I just I just lock it into the bottom part of my um, my my hand, and I basically just am wrapping my two little fingers around it, and then I've got that finger down the shaft, and it's not moving. It's more of a rocking sensation, but I'm not worried about it turning or moving. Um, I place my whole like my pinky finger in the fat part of the bottom part of my hand or my thumb at the base of my thumb where the big muscle is i'll set that right on the right on the vehicle and then i'll have the the blending hander choked up just a little bit if that makes sense so i'm just kind of holding on to it but i can just you know blend and make it you know make it make it really slide on there if you choke up too much then that that technique doesn't work that's why i've never had that technique but um if you choke up a little bit and you have like the center of that ball if you have a ball hammer uh-huh. in the middle of your palm or if it's a, a straight shafted wooden handle which is my favorite my own um i'll put it back a little bit further you know but i still have the meat of my hand and my wrist on the panel Okay, so you do have the wrist on the panel and a little bit of that. I think so. Okay, all right, good. I do. And for me, isn't it funny how when you, um, I think we all feel this way, when we're working a dent and you're seeing your light and you got your light back pretty far and as far as you can see and you're pounding on it and when you get up and move back, we all have said this, you know, I'd like to work on it from here. I see more you know, from four feet back from where I can actually work the dent than when I can see it. And so for me, it really helps to, um, per se, like if it's a, a front door or a back door, even though I don't really need it in the situation, but at the end, like the last 10%, I'll put a nice door jammer in there. And yep. then if it's the front, if I like, let's uh, this is what I was just doing today. I put the, the, the light around the corner just a little bit on that front bumper i mean in where you would normally you would say i can't even see the light you know but you put it around the corner just a little bit and you have that open and what it does is amazing it just it just allows you to see so much more you're like oh my god this is this is crazy because your face is now inside the door jam you know if you can imagine your nose is on the edge of the of the door back of the door and then you can reach forward and see so much more and as your your arm wrapped over with the window down and over the over the uh 
windowsill and, and nope, to the door panel nope. again? No, I'm or? actually more like with my chest up against the door itself. Oh, when okay. I was Are you left-handed or right-handed? Door. I'm, I can do both pretty well. Okay. Um, this was a right do- right door, right side door, so I was using my right. But um, moving out, and then so my whole, like my form was on the door. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? I got gotcha. you. But you can see around the corner, and it's amazing what, what, what more you can see. Yeah. And for me, I think it'd be so great for more guys to do it because if I'm in a situation where, um, let's say I'm a, I'm a knockdown guy, which Troy is really, really loves that paddle of yours. And I trained Troy 10 years ago. He can do really nice blending work, but he, he's a 50, 50, you know, here's a, here's a, he's a hybrid, you know, even though I trained him and, you know, obviously I showed him the knockdowns too, because there's once in a while, I'll need a knockdown around a door handle or, you know, towards something where I absolutely need it. And it's great. And, uh, you know, that no problem, but 99% of the time I'm always with my hammer. So I, he will, he, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no I was just say, I find it, I find it, uh, I, I'm the same way, but I was going to say about the technique, opening up the door, putting the door jammer in, and you have a whole new perspective of looking at the dent, which I don't think people do enough, you know, they, um, they or they forget about it. it. By I found it by accident, you know, and then I kept putting the light around further and further. Like it's in front of the headlight where you wouldn't even think you could see the light. Yeah. But you can, you know, and it's uh, it's it's pretty, pretty cool to do it that way. But the problem with the knockdown, I'm not knocking knockdowns, but I I hope more guys will start doing the the blending hammers a little bit more in the future is that you now incorporate, you know, that saying that I was saying a little bit ago where you want to get back even four or five more feet when you're checking out your work and you know, God, I wish I could work it from there. Well, one of those tricks was the light I just set, but the secondary one is a blending hammer because if you have that hammer in your hand and you have full extension on your wrist, you're you're three you're probably two and a half feet further than you are if you just if you just do this to yourself and be honest and hold your arm out and then see where your head's at and then grab a, a, a knockdown and bring that around to hold that there, you're gonna lose about a foot. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and what else you're doing for me and it kills it for me is I've just blocked all of my light with the with the arc of my hand and holding on to that that knockdown. So for me, I have a really hard time finishing a, a real fucked up dance, excuse me. <laughs> but, you know, it just it's one of those things where I can't see I'm blocking my own light. So when I get back, I can see the whole thing and really push the metal or pull the metal, whichever I need to do. I, I, you I know? get that. I get it, Donna, because I, because I, that's why I, I like picking up the blending hammers because you have a huge, basically what you're saying is you have a huge advantage uh, from seeing a crown from further back without having uh, to lose basically focus of the dent. You know what I mean? Like, cause we always think that, well, if we push our light back because we can see it, this, it it's not the same, is it? It's not the same. No, so. no, it, it, it isn't. It really isn't. And I'll always prefer to, and sometimes you just can't, and I'm too lazy to do it, move the light back and forth until I'm at the very end, and then I will. I like to prefer the my my right arm, you know, because I'm better on my right side. I do do with my left, but I am better. And so if I'm doing a really nasty blend out, I will work both sides because I would like to see all that light. So I'm going to work it right and have my, my arm underneath coming up with the hand 
hammer, right? And then the same thing, I'll turn it around so I can have my arm underneath going the other way when I'm when I'm checking and doing the final finishings of a of a blend instead yeah. of you know coming over the top, which I do all the time when I'm and you know up Don, to ninety five percent, and yeah. then I switch to that. And Don, I think that it's important that you need to know how to blend right with the right hand and left hand. You know what I mean? Because I it, I, I find needed. in myself it's. I'm becoming way more natural with it now on my left hand. Yeah. I, now I can push with my left hand. No problem. I mean, no problem, but picking up the left, the the blending hand (laughs) on the left hand was a little awkward. And then now, because I wasn't accurate in the first place with my right hand, what what the hell is it going to be accurate with my left hand? But (laughs) it took, it took practice, but it does. And it, and it still does for me. So I have a problem with my left hand thinking I'm a right. I'm, I got my right hand in my hand. So a lot of times what I'll do is if I pick it up too, I like a heavier hand. If I'm using my left hand, cause I'm not as good, obviously, and probably 20% as well as my, my hundred percent on my right hand, of course, but I'll, I like to use something a little bit heavier yeah. on my left and then not pick it up as far. Right. So I can stay kind of a little bit more direct with, with my, and I do pretty well at it, but I can't control it like my right hand. I'll never be able to probably do that. But if I have a little bit heavier hand uh, hammer with my left, it works way better than trying to go with something light where I have to pick it up too far and hit it. Yeah. I'm like, I get frustrated. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. You I'm, know, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you now. Don, I appreciate you telling me and telling the audience about your technique with blending because if you haven't seen him already, go check out his IGTVs. He's got some really cool videos on there as well on your Instagram. You'll be able to see that from your IGTV. So check him out. What's your handle on, on Instagram for that? So it's dent underscore craft with a K, like craft macaroni and cheese. Okay. All right. You got it. Now let's talk about Make It Rain, your your seminar with Dave Strain. <clears throat> so... We're, we're going to give you a little spot here and just give us a brief rundown of what it's about and what, what you're, what, what's cracking over there. So and what day is sure, it? Sure, sure. So it's Wednesday the 29th, uh-huh. and it's, uh, it's 9 to 5. It's going to be held at the TDN headquarters, which is now uh, in Venture Tools when they purchase that. And they're going to have a really great um, open house following, uh, producing a couple or, or showing, showcasing a couple of their new things are bringing to the to the table, which is going to be kind of fun. So we have to hang out with those guys too. But we're basically, it's called Make It Rain. And we're just, we've been, I've been doing retail for 30 years, my whole time that I've been in business. I've, you know, I was obviously also doing wholesale as well. So I learned a lot through the, through the years. And probably about 10 years ago, I hung up the, all the wholesale and just went 100% retail, but learned a lot of things along the way. And I thought I was a pretty good businessman. And I'm kind of a little bit naive. You know, you get a customer in front of you. I can close that deal. No problem. Uh, they look around the shop. I show them a couple of, you know, IGTVs or a couple of things on, you know, something similar to what they have. Oh, we're in the right spot. I'll, I'll, I'll sign up. I'll do that. Well, that's just our business. We don't really know business business. So I wanted to sharpen my skills. And Dave and I got together, stream, and we decided that what we would do would be that we would um, – uh, but to go over to, we didn't know we were doing a seminar at this point either. We just wanted to do it for ourselves. And we went and found um, the strategic coach. And this guy's name is uh, Dan Sullivan. And he's the largest, most well sought after, best business coach in the world. He's got uh, places in London and in uh, the States here. It's out of Chicago. And that's where Dave and I have been going. We signed up for a four course deal. 
and uh, it's it's uh, super fun. I feel like I'm going back to college. You guys are planning to take some of that, what obviously some of the knowledge bombs that you guys learned based on your experience and help share it over here at the seminar? or what, what's Exactly, the exactly. It's how to run your business uh, and put it on cruise control. Then we work in our businesses, right? So we're, we, we've turned our businesses into a job. And, and therefore, we're working in our business and we're not working on our business. It's amazing how I've created a 70, 80 hour a, a week job. I would love to have a 40 hour week job and spend more time with my family, and make more money and bring more profit in. And what happens when you're working in your business, you're just doing it. You're, you're, I'm a fireman. I, I get to work and I get a customer and I do a dent and I call the insurance company and I'm ordering parts. I'm doing this. And I feel like I'm a fireman. It's all I'm doing is putting out fires all day. So therefore I'm working in my business and I'm not, if I was working on my business, I would have more business in the door because I would be advertising and going after different things and, and getting it more automated, yep. which is starting to happen. And then we're seeing the change in the flow, which is amazing because usually we're totally dead in January. We actually have some customers uh, and uh, it's just, it's just a really a fun, fun thing. So what's, so what's, what are the people going to learn there? And if you can just sum that up and kind of like what they're going to get. Yeah, just kind of some systems and procedures and just to show you that uh, there's, you know, so much untapped income and it's kind of a business strategy course a little bit. Um, you know, we're going to we're going to set up uh, to kind of let it run a little bit more on cruise control and a little bit less of, of, of the headaches, you know, and it's it's just basically how to how to um, up your game. There's some really cool procedures that we're going to teach guys that um, takes like a, like if you had a business idea per se, we are going to teach you a way. We just want the whole industry to move forward in the retail world like you have. And, and there's so many guys that have a retail shop. And I think that that's really the way of the change of the guard in the, in the, in this business of ours is PR, you know, uh, a brick and mortar, I think is really where it's going to be at. And the more brick and mortars there are, I think the more that people are going to realize what pain was dental is because we have the same problem here as you guys probably do. Um, most people that come in, they kind of look around and they don't even realize that we exist. Yeah. You know, they, no, I, I agree the, the the brick and mortar is, is definitely the way to go because once, once that happens, the insurance companies are not going to have to, they're going to have to at some point say, okay, let's, let's talk, let's, Let's go for these PDR companies. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. of course, that's well, a whole that's a whole that. new topic there too. So it is, it is, and we'll have to get into that later because I've learned so much with this big hailstorm we had this year, and and uh, we were we were commanding some pretty large dollars for the oversized dents and double oversized and different things that that they were telling us they weren't getting in anyone else. But they also said in the end of their breath when they lost the fight, they would say, "Well, you know what? You guys do have a lot more overhead and." And, and you are you are going to be here tomorrow if they if they have a problem you know even a year from now you'll'll you'll, they'll be able to come back you know it's hard to go back to someone that had maybe set up in a tent and uh, you know I don't know where we're going to find those guys so we were able to command more money and it was interesting their reasoning behind it and I was like wow interesting yeah. you yeah. know so yeah so I think well awesome to be said about that well I'm I, I really appreciate you coming on here and um breaking down some blending tips and uh, and talking about your seminar with Dave Strain And I, I wish you guys the best of luck. I'll be there in support and yeah, just to awesome. see how, how everything's going. And, and you let me know if you need anything between now and then, man. 
You bet. No, I appreciate the time to to do a little uh, talking about. Yeah, I enjoyed the blending talk. More Is it too late for them to sign up at all or not? No, nope, it's not. Nope, okay. nope, it's not at all. So it's just what can uh, they that sign Wednesday, up at? Wednesday. Wednesday, you'll go to Dent Repair www.dentrepair.com. Okay. and uh, backslash events and uh, or go on my facebook page or dave Streen's facebook page and you'll see all the uh all the ways to sign up he's got like three different seminars he's got one with john um as well which is going to be a pretty cool one if you guys wanted to learn a little bit more about uh, you know the dental olympics you could you could look at that one and he's going to teach you how to do some pretty nasty stretch dents and some different techniques of how to stay calm and and do a lot of really cool stuff. John's a fun guy, isn't he? <laughs> Mike yes. and I had a chance to hang out with him up at Canada. We went up to PDR Canada and we had a, a really cool seminar and and I uh, was unlocking those big dents on those body lines and he was doing the the glue pulling on the rails and we, we went after some pretty gnarly stuff and he's a real great tech. You yeah, know? He, he, is. Really is. he is. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to let you go, Don. So, yeah, okay, I'm going to get back to my other podcast and I the rest of the podcast and then... Um, Oh, man, I'll be seeing you pretty soon, dude. Yeah, sounds good, man. We'll see you next week. Thanks for the opportunity, Mike. Hey, Don, have a good night, dude. Thank Keep you. Keep pushing, everybody. You bet. Thank <laughs> you. Care. Bye-bye. All right, Don Cavanaugh from Dentcraft PDR. You can go check him out, uh, as he mentioned, on the Instagram. And I think it's yeah, Dentcraft, um, dentcraftmn.com and dentcraftpdr.com. So I think it's either one of those. I He's going to kill me. I, I don't remember which which URL it is, but he is, uh, again, a fantastic tech, super nice guy, as you can tell. And um, I wish uh, him and Dave Strain the, the best on their seminar. So let's talk about MTE, my tool list that I, I made a tool list about um, tools that I would get at Mobile Tech Expo. And these are some of the tools I think that are going to go by pretty fast. I'm going to give Daniel a call. Might as well talk about some tools here. What's up? What's crackalacking, dude? What are you doing, Mikey? I'm recording. Mikey my, I'm reading my. Po- I'm recording my podcast, and you're on it right now. So, I I made a list, dude. And I made a list of tools that if I was, if I had two thousand dollars, which I don't, but I won't. And anyways, if I if I had <laughs> money to blow and I was going to get tools at MTE, um, these are some of the tools I would get. So, I mean, but do you have a list? Do you have an idea what besides your own tools you came out with, which we will get to? So, um, Well, interesting enough, um, I'm actually, I think the first thing on my list is – Probably a scanner. You think so? Um, really? Yeah. That's not, that's not um, on my list, man. I don't you know. know Anson I think about that, dude. Is heading it up, and they have an affordable model around five hundred bucks, and um, I think that would be pretty number one on my list. Um, it's not a tool, tool, but it's it's, it's a something tool. I think. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's not a physical tool, I guess, to take out a dent, but um, it's something I've I've looked at in the past with uh, Snap-on, and and it, Snap-on was just so expensive, and you know, thank God that Anson took this on and made a 
um so when are you gonna when are you gonna use it like tell me how many times you would use it though because like why why would somebody help help and i'm hey i'm just devil's advocate and i love anson and i'll support them all i can but i want to know a good reason besides yeah try no, charging for pre po pre pre-scan and stuff like that how do you get an opportunity to make money off of this no i i i totally get you um you know what I've been doing in the past is I have a friend that's um, down the street that's a mechanic and where I've really needed it is when a customer says, Hey, this doesn't work now. And it was working before you worked on it. And I run it down to him to diagnose a, a problem. Does it happen a I've lot done, to you? I've, um, I had it done three times last year. Um, and then I've done, I'm doing a lot more insurance jobs now because I'm, I'm asking if people are, you know. I, well, I get, here's my thing. This is what I'm looking for. I mean, and I know how, and to be honest with you, I have the answer to that, to, uh, to myself. Is this, it's just like anything else. When we were, first got Mobile Tech RX, right? We yep. didn't understand it well enough to understand how to make money off of it. We didn't. Right, we weren't educated well no. enough. We, we knew it was okay. It was a cool tool to invoice. That's what we thought that thing was for. Really, little did we know that that was making us more money. My plan, yeah. my idea with, with that with that scanner is that you could, hey, why not charge the customer? Hey, we need to, you know, we got to take out your lights. So we need to post this. Why not make it mandatory? It, it would be done. Same thing that dealerships have to do it to the customers. Insurance is almost they they expect it automatically. So I I don't see how you could not make money with this thing. Actually, actually, the insurance companies are almost demanding it now. Yeah, um, pre-post can. Yeah, so if it's an insurance job, it's a no-brainer, I think. Um, for most cases, you know, it depends on what you're taking apart. Um, but you know, with with some of the technology that's coming down the pike, it's just. Just liability is a big deal for me. Um, I like to hedge my bets on the safer side, uh, owning a shop and stuff like that. Um, it's just something that I've, I've always been on the side of. Um, so I'm justifying that way. $500 is a small investment, I think, yeah. um, to have it. And, and um, I'm hoping to use it. Yeah, I probably won't use it a, a ton. But um, I think I can I make would. my money back within the year. I'm going to find people who, who've got like, you know, what do you call it? Those those little little things that go off. What the hell is those things called? I lost my track of thought the, on this. The, the, the check engine. Light. Yeah, there you go. Che whatever. Check it. Yeah, the check engine light stuff. The whatever those monitor things come on. I'm going to find people. to Come on in, man. I'll, I'll hook it up, dude. I'll give you. I'll do it for. Well, I don't want to yeah. lowball myself either, but I've, <laughs> you know I've I mean? got a check engine light on my car right now. So do I. I got right. one on my Chevy, man, my truck, yeah. man. and I bet you it's a sensor. But anyways, uh, that's a different story. So, what else are you going to go get, man? Um, there's a few standliner tools that I want. That's a good. Um, one. Uh -huh. Yep, uh, that's a definite. Um, let, me, let me ask you this, and I'm being I'm being honest, man, because I'm all about being yeah. honest. Out of all those standliner tools, how many of those tools of those standliners do you use, actually use? So I use my uh, quarter-inch tools the most. I use those probably on a, 
uh, no, I know, but the a, percentage of the tools in whole, how many do you, I mean, do you use out of all the tools you have? 5%, 10%, 20 How many do you think, percentage-wise? Uh, probably 10%. And how many I, tools I, do you think you own of Stanline? I have probably um, 12. 12? Okay. I've got 12. about 40, and I probably use about 20% of them. So... Yeah. And and it's nothing against them. I just think it's 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 um I'm going to be quite honest. I think they need to do more training like public training on how to use their tools too. So, that's all. Yeah. But, and I'm not you know, I, them. Speaking of that, I they tell don't have this any to, there too. I would tell this to anybody wanting to try out uh, their tools is start with their quarter inch tools. Um I think you'll get more use out of them. You'll understand them better and then that'll graduate you into using some of the bigger ones and knowing what to get yeah yeah i i i agree now what else is on your list um what else is on my list can i go down mine since you're stumbled yeah yeah okay so this is you probably already have some of this stuff but i'm just kind of going to these people who who don't know anything about these. Uh, the yeah. bean bags from Ultra. If you do have those, I do. I have. Um, I have one bag from them. One bag, man. but I. Yeah, but I have. I have uh, two other sandbags. The leather ones, right? Yeah, the leather ones. Yeah, and I use them all the time. And and don't you uh, think they're valuable? <laughs> you know what I mean. I know you use a lot yep. of them from motorcycle tanks too, as well. But I use them for leverage points. You know. Uh, keeping my tools steady so I don't scratch panels or anything like that. So it is, especially the F-150s, the corner of those dents, you know, on the by the taillights. Um, the Teslas, I use them on the open front fenders on the uh, towards the windshield where you it's so open that anything you stick on there, you're gonna it's gonna slide. So uh, it works awesome. So balloon tips, eh? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Uh, door oh, lords. Yeah. Uh, the flat bar care point. It's been What's out. A door lord. Do you know what the door lords is? No. The door lord is the the Anson tequila door tool. It's really sharp, um, and and uh, very thin. So it's strong, thin, sharp, and it's. I'm going to be demonstrating those at uh, the PDR Tool Time uh, Playground. Okay, maybe I just didn't know the name. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Standliner, of course, and whatever they've got. Of course, I'm always going to recommend the Killer Whale Tail and Crane Tools. The reason why I recommend the Killer Whale Tail is because they're always out of stock, and I don't think everybody gets an opportunity to buy them. So, yeah. Um, cold glue, of course. Kiko Dead Center tabs, the new, the in between tabs that they're coming out with. I think they got some other stuff that came out. Matter of fact, they sent me a package. It, it, I haven't opened it yet. Um, I'm going to talk about that later on too, as well during the live. Now, I haven't, I haven't heard anything, but um, have you heard anything about their handle that they showed off at at Vegas? Uh, they're going to have that then. Uh, yes, I I did. I think they're going to have that there. Matter of fact, I think I'm hoping I've got one in my uh, in my in my care package, shall I say? So I have to go check. Is the it mail. fully baked? I don't know. I can't tell you that. I haven't opened it yet. So um, okay. The uh, VIP tip collection, the new series. How'd you like those? Oh, love them. So he's got, he's got two new plastics, a black one and, and then a, um, a dark gray 
um, and his his black is that the bad thing is that it's black, so you can't tell the difference um, until you use it. Um, but it's it's a lot like the the ballistic tip. It it's very strong. It doesn't scratch though, and it doesn't it doesn't mushroom. That's the one he's going and, with, anyways. By the way, he's not going to go with the gray one. So he said he's yeah. just picking one. So it's the yeah. black one. Um, that's that was one of my suggestions to him because um, it works extremely well. Um, the bad thing is that it's black and it doesn't. It's hard to blends differentiate. In, blends in with you know. Yeah. So. Um, did you did you try the the kind of like the the shrinking tip that he has? You try that one? Yeah, I'm not I'm not fully uh, convinced yet. Um, honestly, I think some new designing needs to be done. I honestly, I really think it needs to be round because unless you get that tip exactly Center. the right level then it's not even usable, you know? Well, that's um, what I've been telling people from the start is that it doesn't matter if you're using the Glexo or if you're using the VIP, it's got to be centered. Like yeah. it's got to be balanced. So some guy was coming out with a pivot tip or something like that, but I think you've got the right idea because if you have a ball, no matter what angle you're you're pushing with, you're still flat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Glexo is, um, is working on that, whether they'll have a prototype there or, or, Oh, cool. They're coming on strong, uh, aren't they? Yeah, they look like oh, yeah. they got some new tools. Yeah, they're going to have too. a booth there, so we'll be able to see them and talk to them. Wow, that's cool. exciting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's cool. So um, I get the, I, I get still got down. I still think the ballistic tips are, are the tips you still need to get if you don't have those. Uh, those from, uh, De- was it Dead, Dead on Dents from Woody? I don't know. Is he having a booth? Have you talked to him this year at all? I haven't. No, I haven't. I I haven't talked to him. Um, well, probably Ansel uh, will be carrying them anyway. So yeah, I I don't know if he needs a booth. To be honest with you, but yeah, um, yeah his tips are fantastic. I love them. Um, the new VIP hammer. Um, ha- do you have that? I do. I do. I I'll be honest with you. I didn't get a chance to use it too much though. So so here's here's how I I use it. I use it as a um, knockdown extension. I don't use it as a blending hammer. So I put um, the ham- my hammer, the the metal, small metal blunt that comes on my hammer, yep. works good as a great striking force. So you take that off my hammer, put it on his hammer, and that's the end you hit with, and uh, use it as a, an extension. What's unique about his hammer is that it comes back, at, it has an angle to it, Slightly, and it comes yeah. back to you. So you're going to be hitting, um, and I use his um, VIP plastic. Um, it's the smallest um, kind of. I don't. God, what do you, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a small uh, blunt tip made out of plastic, and I use that as a knockdown, an extension knockdown. So you could, when you're doing your fine tuning. And finishing off your den is the perfect combination. And I really like it for that. What I did is I I took the ball and I took it to my bench sander and I I put a little flat spot on the ball. So when I lay it down on the panel, it's perfectly level and flat. 
and that angle coming back to you, it's perfectly level and <clears throat> you're guaranteed a level strike every single time as an extension. Huh. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what about the chameleon tools, dude? Oh, okay. That actually, that was, I, I was just about to say that. So the chameleon tools are my favorite. I love them. I Absolutely can. love them. It's the, um, it's the Excalibur 2.0 basically. Yeah. Um, you know, for your rear quarter panels, who makes right those? on the edge. Who makes those for everybody to know? Who makes those? Uh, Dent Reaper, John. Um, they should be at A1 Tools, I think. That's where he's going to yeah. be at. Uh-huh. Yeah. John is such a great guy. He is. He's, he's just funny as hell. killing it. Um, funny as hell. Love him. Um, and then he came out with uh, his new... Um, I don't even know. What teardrop, 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 and what was the other one? A little hook. I don't know. Kind of looked like a reaper hook almost. So yeah, but look like a really small reaper yeah, hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, have, you, have you? Did you get a set of those? I did. I I just haven't been in the shop very much because I've been just working a lot of back end stuff here at home. But um, mm -hmm. I I am planning to go in on Friday and give it a shot and give. Maybe do some live videos and stuff like that. So yeah. we'll see. I haven't had a chance either to, to really put them through its paces yet. Um, so um, It sucks how getting a lot of tools and not having time to, do, to use them. Dude, so, well, you know. Yeah. And and having the right dent to work it on. You yeah, know, that's stuff true. Like that. That's true. That's that's one thing of my, I think, I mean, you probably the same, but I don't rush and go in to use a tool real, real quick. I ha It has to be the right situation. Otherwise, I feel like it's not the real test you know what i mean it's not like, fair yeah. yeah it's not like i'm not really getting the real feedback of the tool um yeah i mean of course when i have students and I have rental cars and stuff like that yeah i can i can create a scenario but um but it, but most of the time i i can't i have to wait for the opportunity um here's another thing too um have you have you used the rebeer 2.0s the 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 tabs i i like them i think they pull great especially the domed ones so have you had a chance to use those the what the root beer 2.0 oh uh i don't know you haven't used those i don't know i don't know if i have those they pull like a mofo they're really good so i would definitely pick some of those up what about the trifecta glue gun you tried that oh god the best glue gun ever yeah, <laughs> yeah. now it's it that thing hands down it's fantastic. What do you? What I like? What I like is the nozzle. It's like my favorite part of it because it's so damn accurate. It's not messy. I don't get glue all over myself and burn myself. But I just that alone is is was is a win. Well, you know what's great is so I've been a Makita guy for a long time, and um, I recently started buying some Milwaukee tools. So I bought bought a Milwaukee buffer, and so I'm I'm kind of wanting to slowly transition over to milwaukee what's great about that tool is i can buy the insert and switch over easily yeah. and milwaukee has um a new 12 amp battery imagine that putting that in your glue gun that'll run for two days <laughs> <laughs> yep i i agree i really like yeah. i really like that trifecta glue gun um it's it's got all the bells and whistles that you would want for from uh like a limited in fact i heard a limited tdn and anson all went out on this and and, and created yeah. this glue gun so i mean yeah. you're getting all the, 
three strongest people in the industry, yeah. you know, and then when you, and you know that, um, you got a limit behind it, you know, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that's, that's something I would pick up right off the bat if I needed something like that. Um, yeah. Okay, here that we would go. be number here, one here on my list back, if dude. I didn't have one. So you probably saw me release a, a remake, not a remake, but a video that I actually did, and I didn't release a preview of it because I simply forgot. I had it on Dent Trainer for a couple months, and then I'm 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 actually rebuilding Dent Trainer, and I went back to the old library, and I said, "Holy crap! I forgot to put a preview of the Carbon Tech Hustle Stick video," and mm. so that caused a lot of buzz. People, you know, they're wondering what, you know, is it going to be available? And Todd apparently has a whole new apparatus yep. system. Obviously, you're probably one of the only ones that are able to test it because I haven't got it yet. He says he should have sent it to me, but I never got it myself. So how is that compared to the old one that so, I used in the video? Um, it's gone through two more revisions from what you have. Okay. Um, and it's a lot simpler. Um, and it's, that's, what's great about Todd. He doesn't want to put it out until it's perfect. And, um, I still don't have the final, final version. I have a version me, of the final version. Are you kidding version. me? They're no. going to have to wait some more? No. Yeah. We're, well, no, he'll have it at MTE. Okay. So he'll have, um, a bunch available at MTE, but it's one of those things that, if you want one, you better get it the first day. That's that, and this is why I'm making a list because these are the these are the things I would get the first day. I wouldn't wait on any yeah. of these tools for until Saturday because they'll probably be gone. They probably will. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And that, and on that point, the hustle stick, we have um, accessories coming that he couldn't finish in time, but. So the hustle stick will have two more accessories coming. So you'll be able to use it like a K bar and then uh, it'll have another accessory. So you'll be able to use it um, between the, the wheel wells, uh, between the wheels of a car. So you'll be able to use it essentially anywhere on the car. Yeah. And it'll be a, That's a, awesome. a simple, simple, low price accessory to a, to your carbon tech rod. And you'll be able to use it and um, glue pull anywhere. Did Did you see that video? The preview of the video of that hustle stick, and then I I told I told the uh, the viewers that I got yelled at from you because it's it wasn't placed further back. The chain wasn't long enough, and all this yeah. other stuff. So yeah. I, I did put it on there. Um, okay, so picks. It's it's been I think it's the year of the picks again last year, and I mean late last year because they all came out. And then I I have on my list the double bin picks, which are standard now from Ultra Dent Tools, which are amazing, along yep. with the new tequila picks from Anson. So uh, do you have either either of those? I have the tequila picks. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have the ultra picks. You don't have the um, ultra double bin picks, right? I don't think so. Um, I'd have to see what you're talking about, but, um, I have the, are you talking about the, um, the inline handle ones from Ult- I mean, from, uh, uh, Anson. Yeah, definitely. Those. Those? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Or are you talking, are I'm, you talking about the ones that had the pivot tip on it? No, no. I'm talking about the, the, the tequila picks, the, the kind of shaved okay. sides and then. Uh, yeah. 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 Those. Yeah. 
Absolutely, absolutely love those, um, especially the, the smallest ones. Um, those I use probably the most. Um, and I made a suggestion to Craig is, uh, is in those two smallest ones, I want a double bend version as well. We, we, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you suck in double bend version, you said? Yeah. Well, that's the that same, same same tool, but a double bend version. Well, that's the same. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I did it for ultra because you need more. You need more leverage on those sometimes, dude. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Straight picks are great, but you also need versions with double bends. So. Well, yeah, it takes your hand handle away from the panel sometimes. Like if you're working in a, um, you know, yeah. or the panel, panel can be just too wide, yeah. and you're not, not getting the leverage you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Exactly. Um. Real quick, and we're just going to finish this out here. So, um, the slide hammer from B and D, and the slide hammer from Kiwi, the, those two major heavy slide hammers. Do you have any of those? Yeah. I have both. What do you I think love of them? them both. I do. Too. I do too. I like them. So I been, like them both. Yes. So my Kiwi is my go-to for cold my cold glue setup. Yeah. And my uh, B and D one, I'm using for my glue pulling. Uh, primarily, um, I, I, it came with two weights. Um, they sell it with just one weight. And honestly, I don't think you need two weights unless you're going to use it for glue pulling. I mean, for cold glue pulling. Yeah. Um, then I would throw that second weight on. Um, but, um, both are fantastic tools. They both have great snap. Um, um, I don't think you can go wrong with either choice. To be honest with you, I, I don't. I, I don't. I. I'll be honest with you. The Kiwi, I can wholly one hundred percent recommend. It's it's a beast. It's made for heavy duty slide hammering. Um, B and D. I've tried it. I've I haven't tried it as often as the Kiwi. So I can't tell you how reliable it is. But it is well made based on what I've been using. I have no problems with it. I think it's got a lot of features on it. Feature rich for a slide hammer and surprisingly it feels good in the hand at first when i first saw it, i was like gosh this thing's a beast this thing looks huge but it yeah it doesn't feel too bad in the hand man it actually feels yeah. pretty good so i'm pretty surprised on it so i'm just and, and like i said i'm being honest with with everybody i don't want people to think that uh, i tried everything and everything's great i i these are just some of the things but these are the type of i was mentioning in a live video too these are the type of hammers that you actually need to go and feel physically to determine to see what you like you know what I mean? This is yeah. this is stuff why you need. This is why you need to come to MTE. You know, um, yeah. newest uh, hood stand from Carbon Tech. Have you checked that out? Have you seen that? No, I haven't. That looks badass um, though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. His new straps that he has. You know, him and Chad had been working feverishly. Um, unfortunately, they they had another item in the pipeline they couldn't finish it for mte this year and that one i was really excited for um so look for that hopefully uh vegas. in vegas next year um or this year i should say um they should have it all fully baked by then but they're working on something that is um for tool organization is going to blow everybody out of the water so, well, I think I'll, I know I'll what you're talking. I think I know what you're talking about, and I'll just keep it under lip too, man, because it does look it. It definitely 
looks 2000, not 2020. It looks 2040, 45. You know what I mean? It's like super, super sick, man. Yeah. Um, Cause we all like, we all like tool organizations, especially my, my friend, Mike Toledo. uh (laughs) You know it, you know it. Um, Okay. Have you checked out, speaking of Carmen Tex, have you checked out their new, his new tech, his new blending hammer, dude? Yeah. And it kind of falls in line with the VIP hammer that I was talking about. Um, I'm actually using it as a blending or a, um, a knockdown extension. Um, I like it for that. Um, you know, he designed it for hail guys for doing rails. I, I that's like what it specific, uh, specifically what he likes. Um, it's a, you know, it's a, I call it a mini hammer or a, you know, small blending well, hammer. I call it, it's, it's why well, I call it, but it's reminds me of a heavy jeweler's hammer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that, and that kind of, that kind of aspect. That's a good description. Yeah, that's good. Um, but and it's it feels, heavier than like the VIP, the, the head of VIP is aluminum. Oh, way heavier. Way heavier than that, dude. And his uh, the carbon tech is um, stainless steel, so it's much heavier. But it I doesn't like. feel heavy like is in like no, you know, a monster. You know what I mean? So yeah. no, just in comparison, it's it's heavier than the VIP. Again, you have to stop and, at Carbon Tech and feel all those. You feel you have to feel yours, yeah. right? You have to feel the, the original Bryce compared to that. They all and are it, different. They all are completely. And it different. all comes down to personal preferences. Yeah. You know, if you you know some guys like that wood feel you know that feels organic in your hand um some guys like the look of carbon tech and the high techness of that so all right let me get through these two lists and then we're going to talk about the excitement of this freaking thing because i know you just jumped on did your podcast yesterday but you know what you're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna steal some of you over here so um we're gonna talk about the edgy tool accessories they're always bringing it yeah, I'm not, it's too many, they have too much crap for me to just name, but just go over to their booth and they got some sick ass tips. They got their tips with those little, those little, what are those little things that go on top, those little rubber caps? Uh, yeah, they're calling them pasties. Hey, pasties, there you go. And, and that's my number one thing with them right now. I love it. Um, I'm using their metal um, knocker with a black pasty that's on my hammer right now. Yeah, that's what I'm using. Yeah, very really good. Tons of good accessories. Um, yeah. A1 tools, of course, they'll have a bunch of Reaper tools and stuff like that. And I'm sure they'll have a couple surprises over there. And um, Endeavor, Endeavor Hammer, and the Endeavor booth. I mean, the new tips for the for Endeavor Hammer and the new tips, period, for you to put on your regular tools, like a pushing tips, man. Man, yeah. I, I think that was going to be a win. Yeah, because those are the same... Uh, tips that were on his hammer which are a really dense rubber um so i'm excited to uh, check those out yeah those and they still great they still damn they just man I, gosh man i'd be broke man i i i'm gonna be oh well anyways long story yeah. short so let's talk about the atmosphere what are you looking forward to to mte uh, besides the well, tools? we we had sheldon on last night we're dropping that uh, on Tuesday, the week of MT and Sheldon said they have record attendance. They have record, uh, vendors that are signed up. So there's going to be more people at this event. He's, he's anticipating 3,500 
And the last or the, the best show that they've had to date, they had uh, under 3,000. So we're going to surpass all that this year. So it's going to be the best show ever. That's what I was saying. I was thinking, I, I was saying this is probably going to be the most anticipated MTE uh, ever, yeah. you know, um, ever. Um, I, I'm just super excited, man. I'm super excited to just, I'm, I'm actually excited that I'm not committed to do anything. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be a Daniel Grom. So I'm just going to be like, yeah. where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he, Roman, where'd he go? Roman reporter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, let's talk about your gear, man. What you, what you bring it, man? What you, what kind of gear are you bringing? Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually, I'm copying you, man. You're my mentor when it comes to, to running gear, man. I've got, I've got a GoPro rig. Are you talking that kind of stuff? Yeah. 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 So I've got my GoPro rig, which is almost identical to yours. Um, and uh, but you gave me you gave me the little tip of, of putting the phone on on the stick, and I'm, I looked through all my GoPro stuff, and I and I'm like, oh, I got that, I got this, and I put it on there, and I can put my phone on there, and I'm like, oh, you know how I'm going like to use Toledo. it though too is I'm going to use it like let's say there's a big crowd around someone doing a demo. Well, I'm going to take my telescoping, yeah. right? And then I'm yeah. going to peek over and I'm going to get an ear in there with my mic. And then I'm going to be able to see it through my phone and, and just get all the cool shots from there. Dude. So yeah. what, do you, what do you think? Uh, you're going to see, dude. We're going we're gonna to have fun. I'm going to try to release a video at least on the main nights every night. So um, Now, you're, you're bringing your, your 360, right? Bringing the 360. I'm bringing the... Um, the go the GoPro, I'm bringing both GoPros, and then I'm bringing my little my little vlog main camera that I bring. But you know what? I may not even need it, honestly, because I got the I got the GoPro set up so well that uh, I think I'll be pretty good with that, man. So now with the 360, how's that going to work? Is is that something you're going to put on a live stream or no? What, it won't be a it won't that? be a live stream. It'll be a, a definitely an edited video, but it'll be a cool okay. a, a cool video because I want to do a walkthrough uh, before the show, and then people can kind of get an idea of like how big it is, what's going on, where they're at, kind of almost like a pre map of like where to go. You know what I mean? So, sure. oh, it's it's fun. Did you see the video they did with my dog on the bike? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so, that was yeah, really we're. Cool. Anyways, uh, I'm I'm super excited, Daniel. I don't know, it's gonna be a cluster though, man, because you know how it is. We go f- talk from one person to another person to another person, and next thing you know, it's three o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? So yeah, and then it's all over. You know, it, it happens in a flash, and and you know the the biggest thing for me is honestly all, our friends. You know, it's the connections that we have, our friends that we have. Um, I just texted, you know, a couple people tonight. Greg Van Winkle was thinking of not coming. I know he told he just and, texted me. Yeah, and, and I, I'm like pressuring him. I'm like, dude, no, 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 no. You gotta come. It won't be the same without you. And then Dave Chalot, I was like, I'm so excited to see my buddy next week. And um, just, just so many great people. Uh, David White. Um, God, there's just a ton of people that I just can't wait to see. 
No. I am too. I'm like, it's too many people to name. I'm not, and if I name somebody, somebody's gonna say, why didn't you mention me? And I'm like, so no, I'm not mentioning anybody. Everybody, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. So, oh, yeah. um, all right, Daniel, I think I'm, we're gonna wrap it up here, man. I'm tired. And uh, we're looking forward to the, to the MTE, everybody. You're going to have a blast. And the tool list I, I just mentioned, I'll put it on my podcast, denttimepdr.com. You can go there and check out the, the, the tool list I just mentioned. I'm not going to put any links. Just put the, the, the tools. You guys can do your so, own dang darn research. Let me, say, let me tell you guys this. So I have my new whale hooks. And um, oh, yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark Blim's making as many as he can, but he won't have a ton. So if you, I uh, trust me on this one, you're going to love them. You're going to want them, get them the very first day, that, you it, know, that, hit his booth and pick them up, pick up my new balloon tips. Uh, you're going to want those too. Um, and let's make some predictions. Let's yeah. make some, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Dumb Mike. Finish what you're saying first, dude. That was my fault. Go ahead. Yeah, just they're going to both of those, the balloon tips and the, the whale hooks, the whale hooks are going to be really limited. Um, he's he's trying his best to, to make. We just finalized it. He, he was all stressed about whether he was going to be able to, you know, make it for the show. He did. He's going to have some, but he's not going to have a lot. So if you want them, pick them up the first day, get on it. I'm predicting, I'm predicting, Daniel, that uh, that. Blam will be the hottest tool booth there. Yeah, okay. I hope so, man. Because it's first time he's been there for I don't know forever. I'm gonna and, say uh, I'm gonna top top three uh, them Endeavor. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's some good ones, man. Every, I mean, I know Endeavor and Carbon Tech are pretty much together, so they'll probably they'll count yeah. them. Um, I guess Stanliner, I, 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 they're always hot, but yeah. Um, and then you hot. know you got Anson's always busy. You got you know I know Ultra's going to be busy because they got a different lot of different stuff. But I mean it's like it's hard to say. But I'm going to say the top busiest tool booth I think will be will be Blem, dude. So wow, okay, that's my prediction cool. because nobody's yeah. seen their seen his tools in person for over a decade, right. dude. Yeah, been a long time. So we finally convinced them to come and he's doing it. You know, Mark, Mark's has, has taken the, taken the handoff from his dad and he's excited and he's changing of the guard. He's, huh? Changing of the guard. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark is such a great guy. He's just, he is. he's just one of those salt of the earth kind of guys that you just know that you can trust and, and like him. Yeah, so. I, I close my eyes. I can't tell the difference between him and Jerry, him and his dad. So when he, when they talk, they sound identical. So yeah, so I haven't I haven't even met Jerry, and um, which is sad to say, um, because he made my very first set of tools that I ever used. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I so. met him. Well, I met him in person in Clearwater, and then I've never seen him since. But I've always talked to him on the phone here and there. So. But, um, <laughs> All right, well, we're looking forward to all these guys. I wish all the tool manufacturers the best of luck and have a great year here at MTE. And we'll be doing broadcasting, right, Daniel? We'll be doing our thing. Oh, yeah. Know, we're going to be stuff. doing it big time. So, all right, Daniel. Well, hey, thanks for taking the time and, and coming on here spontaneous. You didn't even know you were coming on, but I appreciate you uh, anchoring in with me. Sure. Absolutely, man. All right, dude. All right, man. I'll talk I'll to you later, you. bro. See you. Bye.
All right, Daniel Grom with DentDynamics.net. Uh, this is a wrap, you guys. I just wanted to say thank you very much for listening. It's a nice, long podcast. Skim through it if you want. Listen to it all. I'm glad you did if you hung in there. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Look out for some live feeds. Please check out Dent Time, the Facebook at Dent Time. You can check out the Instagram. That's pretty much where I'll be hanging out posting these videos. And then when I do videos like the recorded edited videos, I'll drop them all throughout even YouTube and stuff like that. So you'll be able to watch it. But stay up to date. Follow my page. Make sure you get notified and updated on all those live videos. So even if you're not there, you can feel like you are. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.